Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Hey, Agumake is 100% on point with that. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Or should I say, Keyshawn, pregnant pause. What's his name again? J. Will. Oh, J. Will. And Zubin on ESPN Radio. Yeah, you have senior moments here and there. <laughs> Ten minutes away from Ben Hartsock, former Ohio State legend, was the O2 championship team. And fellas, I got to tell you, We've been on the air since August 17th. We have a poll question every day. We want you guys to weigh in. You're a part of this show. You're a part of everything we do on the phone, on the Twitter feed. Never seen as much adrenaline, visceral, raw, emotional feedback than today's question, should the Buckeyes be deserving of a spot in the college football playoff? We'll talk to Ben about that in 10 minutes, and we'll take your calls coming up at the bottom of the hour. We're brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Look, we all accidentally damage our phones. It happens. Now, Straight Talk Wireless' new Platinum Unlimited plan includes phone protection, just 65 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, data, and more. See mobile protect terms and conditions at asherion.com slash straight talk limitations and exclusions apply. Let's get right into the NFL talk. There's a lot of talk key on mm-hmm. whether the Eagles failed Carson Wentz or Carson Wentz failed the Eagles. Before we get your thought on that, here's the guy that protects him. His center, Jason Kelsey, essentially saying, if you're trying to pin this on one dude, you got it all wrong. This is ultimately a culmination of a lot of failures on offense. I don't know that the Jalen Hurts pick is a huge part of that. I think that this more comes down to a failure of pretty much every position, including the coaches, to facilitate a functioning offense. That's the biggest story here, not that Jalen Hurts was picked and that there was some sort of internal battle and struggle going on with Carson Wentz. I don't buy that. Well, he's a football player. He's a center, and he's on the team. What What is he going to say, right? I mean, he's going to say exactly that. It's all of us, including the coaches. We all have said that when questions have come up. Hey, how was the guy? How come you guys didn't play well? Well, you know, we just didn't play well. You know, everybody, including myself and, 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 you know, the coaches and everybody, we're all in this together. We work hard. We work. Yes, I get it. But our eyes, as people on the outside, we see what's going on. And And it's fine for him to say that. And look, they certainly had some reservation about who Carson Wentz was, where he was at when they selected Jalen Hurts in the top 50 picks in the National Football League's draft last spring. They certainly were concerned, or else they wouldn't have done it. I mean, it just in whether it was his play or his injuries, there was some concern there, and clearly this year that concern kind of came to fruition. That's why he got benched. It's not that difficult to see. Now, is he done in Philly? Who knows? Is Jalen Hurts going to take control the next four games and show us the Jalen Hurts that we all saw at Oklahoma in a brief stint at Alabama? Is that the guy we're going to see? Is it, or are we going to see a guy who looks like Carson Wentz? If we see the guy, if we see Jalen Hurts looking like we saw Carson Wentz this year, then Carson Wentz will be back in the lineup. That's just, it's simple. It's not that difficult. And then when you roll into 2021, Carson Wentz will have an opportunity to get his spot back in a quarterback competition. It will be a quarterback competition, and most likely he will start at quarterback in September of 2021 with a quick leash. They're going to give him a small little window. They're not going to give him this 11-12 game window. You're saying he's going to start? You just said yesterday that he's not going to – if Jalen Hurts takes it over, he's not going to get it back. No, 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 no. Offseason, he gets it back. That's just how it goes. Four games – Jalen Hurts have an opportunity. So Jalen to Hurts audition. blows it out of the water and then leads him to the playoffs. You think Carson Wentz still gets? A oh yeah, to come for back? sure, hundred percent. In the offseason, they're gonna make it a quarterback competition. A hundred, hundred. If Jalen Hurts, 
if Jalen Hurts mathematically they're still in it, right? NFC yeah. East. Yeah, okay. Yeah. If he finds a way to, to get the them table. to the playoffs, absolutely. You're saying that he he doesn't come back and he's not the starter next year in Jalen Hurts. You're saying That's Carson Wentz fifty nine million dollars tied up in Carson Wentz, man. But you they're just going, said that yesterday. You, I'm saying so you got to listen to what I'm saying. I did listen to what you said just yesterday. Stop for a minute and listen, man. He's going to run the table. The he's going to win. If he wins the four games, Jay, or plays well, no matter what he does, Carson Wentz is in a quarterback competition in the spring in the summer of 2021. Most likely they will start him and give him a three, four-game sample before they snatch him out if he doesn't perform. Very much That is the way that they do things. If Jalen Hurts finds a way to have a prolific run, doesn't matter. Well, that that's your opinion. That's I'm, subjective. That's fine. I hear you. It's my opinion, but I'm just telling you the way they operate. I I, I hear that's how the, you say they're going to operate. But I'm just saying things change. It, it, the way they were operating, I never thought Carson Wentz would get off the field. I never think Jalen Hurts would have a chance. If he finds a way to have a prolific ending to the season and lead them to the playoffs and have a run, you're saying he's not going to come back and be the starter next year? You start with Carson Wentz? I think that would just be a catastrophe. Man, a dude, a a dude won the Super Bowl. It was the Super Bowl damn How MVP. Did he, win the he won the Super Bowl the last three or four games. He took them, won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. Last three or four Who games. Who was the starter the next year? Wentz. And he won the Super Bowl. It was Nick they Foles, though. It was a different situation. No, Jay, it's not. It's not a different situation. He replaced that man. Won the Super Bowl, got a, a, a statue of some sort in front of the stadium. Philly, spe- Philly, Philly special. special. Com- He's the guy. Com- completely different team that had the pieces actually worked with that Jay, team. it does not matter. They decided that this guy was our quarterback. We're going to give him a boatload of money. I'm so Zubin, that's what they do. Yesterday, we spent the whole and show. I'm saying the same you exact You just changed thing. what you said I yesterday to today. I did not. You, I look, did not, look, Jay. You look, have to listen. Zubin, confirm it. You tell me. Did Keyshawn not say yesterday that if Jalen Hurts plays well, it's his to lose, and then Carson Wentz will be a backup? No, I would never say that. I'm not going to say he's going to be a backup. He's going to come into 2021 fighting to get the spot. They're going to hand him the spot because they're paying the man 50 some million dollars. They're not going to walk from that. They're just not going to do it. On the other side, you got Mitch Trubisky in Chicago. I think we all know that it's kind of been a disappointment. Well, that's different. Right. Now, see, here's the question. Has he failed them or has the organization failed Mitch? I would say that the, more so the organization failed Mitch in this situation because they brought in Matt Nagy, who was supposed to be this innovator, this offensive guy who could do all these special things to the quarterback spot and get the offense playing well. Well, the offense ain't been playing well since he got there. There's nothing, even though they made the playoffs in his first year, a lot of coaches go to places and instantly have success. We see it happening in Cleveland right now with Kevin Stefanski. Now, if you ask me, is Kevin Stefanski a better designer, play caller of the NFL game than Matt Nagy? To me, he is. Yes, because I see change in Baker Mayfield. I don't see anything in Mitch Trubisky. Then you went out and got Nick Foles when you were 3-0. and You made a decision to bench Mitch Trubisky for Nick Foles because, for whatever reason, you like Nick Foles. Whether it was you watched him in Philly, you had him in Kansas City, and you felt like, okay, he can help us even though he lost his job to an undrafted rookie or late-round rookie in Jacksonville, you traded for him. It's like, yes, you failed 
Mitch Trubisky because you did not coach him up. Your job and your task when they hired you was to make the offense better. And it hasn't been able to do it. That's an organizational issue. Do you guys both think, Jay, let's start with you. I mean, does he have the requisite talent to succeed in the NFL as a starting quarterback? If you put like the best coaches around him, his skill set, will that be good enough? I think so. I I do. I think it, I think it, I think so. And then if he's not, then he's a bust. A lot of your success rate in professional sports, unless you are an elite of the elite is the system in which you play in. I mean, you can make that argument for a lot of different things in life. I mean, Michael Jordan's talent was Michael Jordan. I'm not comparing Michael Jordan to Mr. Trubisky. I'm just saying Michael Jordan, once he got put into the triangle system, won multiple championships, right? But he was still cooking before I, that's the what triangle. I'm not comparing. Yeah. yeah. He still was cooking. But, I mean, it's, he, wasn't, he wasn't playing out of his mind, but Mitchell Trubisky was 3-0 and zero before he got yeah, <laughs> taken but, off the field. But, he wasn't playing out of his mind. But he just, for what, I don't know why Matt Nagy, did what he did at three and zero. Now they went to five and one. They were, they, you know, they still went to five and one before the whole debacle with Nick Foles. It wasn't like they all of a sudden just went completely downhill. But I never would have made that change. What? Why am I making the change? For what? I'm undefeated. It, we're 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 sputtering along, and we're winning. All I care about is the W's. I don't give a damn if it's one to nothing. If you can get one to nothing, take it. And go home with it. I'd love to see a one nothing NFL. How would that happen? <laughs> That's right. How would it happen, right? But I don't care. If it just magically happens, I'm going to take it and run. For whatever reason, Matt Nagy made the decision that it wasn't working out. It didn't look good. He thought he could have got more out of it. Thought he could have got more out of it, and it kind of bit him a little bit. And the last distinction is Deshaun Watson. I don't think anybody thinks that Deshaun Watson doesn't have the requisite talent. But when you think about it here in our final minute, that could really be one, Jay, where the organization failed the QB. I mean, that, that is the one. That's, that's the biggest one because I think he has the most talent. His team was up 24 or nothing last year on the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, you take away his top target, his top target, DeAndre Hopkins. That's the first thing I said this year at the beginning of the season. I said, man, I, I don't think Bill O'Brien is the guy. And you can, you can blame it on him having dual roles, but then you take away the top target – also, you don't sign Will Fuller long-term. Will Fuller could then leave. You could now have Deshaun Watson without both DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller next year. See, I thought that the offense would be better, even though Deshaun lost Hopkins. They gained Cooks, which I figured, okay, they're they getting a guy who's been pretty good in this league who could fit into a system. They got Will Fuller there, and I'm like, okay, they're they going to be all right. But then not so good. Not so good. Not so good. The reaction around college football to the news, unless you're a Buckeye fan, that broke in Columbus yesterday. The Big Ten made the announcement today themselves that they're going to waive that six-game minimum requirement for the Big Ten championship game to allow Ohio State to be eligible. 5-0 and undefeated Ohio State is now going to be facing Northwestern in that Big Ten title game. And on the outside looking in is Indiana. I just want to mention pretty darn classy statement that they released, quote, although we understand the conference's decision, we're disappointed. This is the vice president of the school, Scott Dolson, said in a statement, quote, from the start of the year, we have said we can only control what we can control. We had a chance to earn our top spot in the Big Ten championship game, but we ultimately fell a touchdown short on the road against the great Ohio State team. So I think they're taking that in stride and taking it well, and I think Coach Allen has it rolling there in Bloomington. That's for sure. 
For more, we're joined by Ben Hartsock. That name might be familiar to those Buckeye faithful, a member of the 2002 National Championship team, and now a member of our team on the NFL on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Ben. First things first, I mean, just give us your reaction. It has been hot and heavy with our callers and listeners this morning. Well, first off, guys, uh, condolences for the Ohio State-Michigan game. Uh, not getting played. I don't know. I don't know how you guys are holding up. I'm, I'm not sure we're properly mourning the fact that we're not playing the greatest game in all of college football history. I, you know, I'm, are you guys holding up okay? Is everything – yeah. How's the how's the studio? Is it, is it the greatest game when you guys are a thirty-five point favorite? And Ben, why why would I why would I want to see that for a sixth time when I already know what the hell's gonna happen? Why do I need to watch that? The greatest layup game of all time, maybe. Yeah, come on, man. No, I, <laughs> you just Listen, ready? I know what you want to do. Can... You just want to take the coach out of his misery. I get it. <laughs> They've been playing the game since 1897. The game has been played without stopping, without a break since World War One. So it is disappointing. I hate it for those guys. It's one of the great rivalries, that experience, having played in those games, uh, spectacular. I hate that. But, you know, we quickly have moved on from that because now we've got to focus on, well, what, well now what? And, guys, listen, I'm a Buckeye through and through. I mean, my parents raised me watching videos of Woody Hayes. Like, if I never put on a a scarlet and gray uniform or wore a Buckeye helmet, I would still be a huge Buckeye fan. But what this this move, I'm not not for it. I'm not not about it. I don't like it. It's it's just – it's moving the goalposts. And we are going to, as Buckeye Nation, we are going to face now scrutiny, criticism. We're we're a heel – now in a, in a WWE style as big as Nikolai Volkov. Like people don't like Ohio State be, to begin with, and now the fact that we've the, the conference has greased the skids to get Ohio State to its uh, promised land, the the, the 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 blowback is going to be monumental. And and the biggest the biggest argument I've heard for the fact that we're going to change the, 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 the rules. Well, it's adaptable. It's 2020. We've, we've made changes on the fly the whole time. But the changes that were made were all for health and safety. Hey, we're going to change contact tracing. Hey, we've learned about the quarantine. We don't have to quarantine now from 14. We're going to go down to 10. How long does it take to be pulled into a contact trace? This decision has nothing to do with health and safety. This has everything to do with we don't like the way we, this is shaping up, and we're going to change things. Guys, if the four of us were to go outside in the parking lot and play a game of pickup football, we're going to talk about the ground rules first. We're going to say, hey, are we playing two-hand touch or are we playing tackle? Mm. Hey, is the, is the fire hydrant the touchdown or are we going to the trees? And, and, and right now we're, we're changing a rule that was ag- mutually agreed upon by all of these athletic directors. And honestly, the spirit of the six-game rule – was to prevent a team like Indiana having the season that they've had being uh, overrun by an Ohio State team that, let's say, only plays one or two games. But now we get to the finish line and we realize, oh, we don't really like the way this is shaking out. Well, rules are made and they can be changed before. They should have made the change if they wanted to before because if you change them down the road, someone gets hurt. And you guys just read the statement that said, uh, from from Indiana, that they're the ones getting hurt. It hurts Ty Freifogel, the, the great wide receiver, Wap Fillier, the great wide receiver, both seniors. They had a chance to play for a Big Ten championship. Not they haven't won, Indiana hasn't won a championship since 1967. 
And honestly, if they win that Big Ten championship, why aren't they going to the playoffs? They are they're, they're, they would be an, uh, a one-loss conference champion that played in four top 25 matchups. That's one more than Alabama. But, but, and there, there, there are only two teams this year that played three or more top 25 matchups, Alabama and Indiana. Alabama went 3-0. and Indiana went 3-1 and with the loss to Ohio State. Tell me why they wouldn't have just let this thing run the course Get Indiana in the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, it's disappointing for Ohio State, but the, the, the rules were established before the season, and for the sanctity of competitiveness, we've got to ride with the rules that we've made. You let Indiana go win a Big Ten Championship, and then they're in the playoff. What an incredible Cinderella story in the train wreck that has been the 2020 season. I, I think when you look at it, though, Ben, you know and I know, no one wants to see Indiana in the Final Four. As great as the story as it would be, they want to see Notre Dame, Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, Texas. They want to see that. That That's the money, LSU. That's the money play. It's about the money. And if they can put OSU in the playoffs, the money gets divvied up across the conference. That, that it's not Indiana's not strong enough to do that. I get it. No, I I get that money drives the boat. We all know that. Get down to the bottom line. The bottom doesn't line make it is right. dollars and cents. I get that. Doesn't it make doesn't, it right. It doesn't make it right. I, I get that. But there are times in life where the bottom line shouldn't be the most important thing. I, I don't want to have to have an, an open heart surgery, and I don't want my surgeon using discount scalpels. I don't want him making Jeez. money decisions when he's about to cut me open. And that's what th- this situation here is an opportunity. Th- it, it's just right. It undermines the, the principle of competitiveness. I'm I'm wildly disappointed with what the ACC has done to to, to grease the skids for Notre Dame and Clemson. Notre Dame not playing Wake Forest and Clemson not rescheduling Florida State is a joke. Because guys, if it was a hundred percent, a hundred percent, if they were on the other side, if they were six and seven, they're playing those games. But, and in this circumstance that Ohio State's going through right now. If Ohio State, or if you if you simply substituted Ohio State and Indiana, and you plugged in Georgia and Florida, and put in, and put them in the same situation, you know Buckeye fans would be going ballistic with this decision. Ben, it's, I, it's, I, it's 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 true. It's going to jump in on you for one second, man. And all I would say is that it's it, I don't know how you can come up with the right parameters at the beginning of the year when you have no damn clue how the year is even going to play out. Like, which I thought was erroneous for the Big Ten to shoot themselves in the foot and do a six-game minimum to even begin with. But like that, that's what makes this whole year so tough. Everybody came into this year expecting the end result to be unfair because nobody knew how different conferences who aren't in alignment were going to handle different aspects of their protocols in dealing with COVID-19. The spirit of that rule isn't unfair because the spirit of the rule is to keep – a two-win, a one-win Ohio State team that had the wheels fall off say, well, we knew all the way from the beginning that they were the best team, so we're just going to put them in. Anyhow, that was the, re- the spirit of that rule was to prevent what ultimately is happening here at the finish line. They put that rule in place uh, to, to, to prevent what, it, what is exactly happening. And, and <laughs> you talk about making these rules up, and re- yeah, it was, it was short notice. People questioned the 21-day quarantine that they put in place, but they put them in place. I mean, guys, we're parents, right? We've we've all got out all over, over our skis when we when we punished the kids saying uh, no device for a month. 
one parent says, and then the other parent is left to put the pieces together. But you back your parent, your, your other spouse, because you've got to deal with, hey, we've got to stay consistent. We have to, un, uh, we have to uphold our integrity, our principles. The comp- and, and in this situation, the, the, the nature of sports, because you're setting an unhealthy precedent of moving the goalposts. I know people are saying that's a reach. I know people are going to say that, well, 2020 requires adaptability. I, I disagree. You can make adjustments because of health and safety, because of the things that we're learning on the fly, yes. But this has nothing to do with that. This has everything to do with money. This has everything to do with getting the team that you want to get into the finish line to get them there. And if this was another conference and other teams were doing it, it would it, people would be going bonkers. But right now, it's my Buckeyes. And, and, I, and I, even though it hurts my team, I would, I would have let Indiana get in. I love their story. I know they're not the, the brand name. But why not have a Cinderella story this year? Why not have a story – of a bunch of guys that were try-hard dudes that played above their head, that capitalized on the quarantine, were out lifting weights with rocks in a book bag because they don't have weight rooms, and it mattered to them, and all they did was run their slate. All they did was win the games that they get, they were in. That Yeah, they got beat by Ohio State, but the rules of 2020 said that they were the champions of the East, and at the end, they were being robbed of that, and, I, and I'm disappointed by it. O-H-I-O. All right, we got to get out on that note. And I will say, Ben, I appreciate the honesty, appreciate the passion. You are a national champion, and because of this rule change, it appears this iteration of the Buckeyes is going to have an opportunity to do the very same thing, call themselves a champ. Ben, thank ben, you very much. Ben, Ryan Day on line Pre- one. <laughs> Ryan Day on line one. <laughs> appreciate it, guys. He gave All it right, to us straight. He gave it to us straight. I respect straight. that. Well, I respect he, feels, it. he feels the same way I feel. I just don't – I mean, I, I also look at – it's Indiana, man. Yep. They not. They're just I, not going to do that. Last word I, here. Go ahead. Kid. I just Go ahead. know. I was going to say. I just know that Ohio State is going to catch a lot of the flack here because they're, they're Ohio State. But it, this really goes on the Big Ten. It's the Big Ten, not not individual schools. It's yeah, the it's, Big no, Ten. It's the, it's the Big Ten and the Big Ten Conference. And ads looked at it and said, "No, we can't send." Indiana in there. It's just not, we've got to sit some muscle. Yeah, and to Ben's point, the Cinderella, that's not for the playoff. That's why the New Year's Six Bulls exist. Those other exactly. Bulls exist so you can get the Cinderella story in there and make sure they get their March due. Madness for yeah, Cinderella's. Right, and they own that opportunity, and that's why they get into those other Bulls, not the three big Jeez. ones, the playoff, Cheetos, semifinals, and title. On the way, passion all morning long from you guys. Simply put, does Ohio State deserve to be in the playoff? Line up the phone calls, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Tweet us, KeyJNZ. Your opinion next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Good morning, I'm Zubin Mahenta here with your SportsCenter update. The Big Ten making a big rule change, eliminating the minimum game requirement to qualify for the Big Ten title game. It's no longer six, which means Ohio State is in. It'll be the Buckeyes out of the East, Northwestern out of the West. The game is December 19th, noon Eastern. We'll see what happens on the 20th when the four teams are announced. Which means it was never six to begin yes. with, right? That's what Yes. Okay. Your calls, by the way, in one minute. Last year, of course, LSU ran right through the playoff. This year, a little bit different. They're three and five. And so, call me skeptical. They are saying, you know, self-imposed one-year bowl ban. Improper booster payments to the football players. We're three and five. We're skidding. We're going nowhere. Let's get this out of the way now. And the wildest story of the morning in some ways, James Harden has been told by the NBA that he needs six straight. Let me say that again. Six straight negative coronavirus tests before being cleared to go. Why is it so many? Well, the NBA requires three for everybody, three straight. But if you've been on social media of any kind, you may have seen James Maskless hanging out in Vegas in Atlanta, breaking NBA protocols. So he's got to go six in a row before he gets back to the Rockets. <clears throat> Honey buns. Yes. And 100K if he stays with the Rockets. Sports Center brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Look, we all accidentally damage our phones. It happens. Now, Straight Talk Wireless new Platinum Unlimited plan includes phone protection. Just 65 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text data, and more. See mobile protect terms and conditions at Asurion.com slash straight talk. Limitations and exclusions apply. As fans of chaos, we are getting some of it around college football. The Big Ten made the announcement today themselves that they're going to waive that six-game minimum requirement for the Big Ten championship game to allow Ohio State to be eligible. 5-0 undefeated Ohio State is now going to be facing Northwestern in that Big Ten title game. I would hope that every conference would want to push their top teams forward, especially in a year where everyone has sacrificed, and I feel like it's only a good look. Those are the voices of Mike Golick Jr., Shanae Ogumike. You can hear them 4 p.m. Eastern, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. For the second time in three years, Northwestern's in the Big Ten title game, which frankly is actually a story, but not the real story. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin brought to you by Goodyear. Whether you're on the field, edge of your seat, Goodyear wants you to embrace the unexpected every upset touchdown or fourth quarter comeback and let it all move you. No matter what the season throws you, we're Goodyear here to help drive you forward. Yeah. Goodyear, more driven. Let's get right to the fellas. Let's get right to the callers again. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Does Ohio State deserve to be in the playoff? Key J and Z on Twitter if you want to weigh in that way. Let's go right to the epicenter. Justin is in Columbus, Ohio and is on ESPN Radio. In or out? But man, Columbus, Ohio. Well, I just gotta I mean, ask. Come on, yeah, yeah. You, you know, Columbus, Ohio. Obviously, I'm not like that other guy, that trader, whoever was just talking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> listen, listen. They deserve to be in, man. Come on. They got a Heisman caliber quarterback. They got two of the best receivers in the country. Keyshawn knows what kind of receivers we turn out. Listen, we would have even if we would have played Michigan, which they ducked us. If even if we would have lost that game, we still would have been in the Big Ten championship. So 
what what are we supposed to do here? I mean, we can only play the games we can play. It wasn't our fault we can't play Michigan. If Indiana wanted to be in, they should have beat us. Good stuff. Joe in West Virginia. Joe in West Virginia, Ohio State, deserves to be in or out. No, and it's more of an argument for Indiana getting in. There's two teams that have beaten three top 25 teams, Bama and Indiana. They go into the shoe. They lose by one score. Then they go next week to Madison, Wisconsin, who hasn't lost a home game except to OSU in four years, and they beat them. It's more of an argument for Indiana to get in than it is for Ohio State to be out. But, I mean, the, the numbers are there. That's what Ben Hartsock, even an Ohio State legend, said, agreeing with you. I know. Just Wisconsin has played a total of four games. I mean, their whole season has just been decimated by COVID. It's four or five, same thing to me. Robert in Virginia, in or out for the Buckeyes? Robert, you with us? Did we lose you, Robert? Yes, I am. Are you there, Robert? There you are. I am. I am, yes, sir. Um, I think they made the right decision. I say that for two reasons. One, you want to get the four best teams in there. And I think secondly, and like Heather Dennis said, if they would have lost their last game, they still would have qualified. And and I think Indiana's really good and would have no problem with them going, but I, I think they I think Ohio State's better. But let me let me say this. I have a funny feeling Northwestern's gonna beat them. Northwestern's really good. They and, and they're the missing a lot of players, spot. so Man, they got a lot of Reese Davises. <laughs> they ain't getting ready to beat no Ohio State. Man, you need to stop that. Stop! 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 Don't don't Jay! Don't look at me like I didn't, that! I, I didn't even that, say anything. Give me that look, like man, Key I'm telling you, they're I, gonna don't I, do that. I did not. Those words never came out of my mouth. Not gonna beat no Ohio State. I understand Fitzy's a good guy. I understand Northwestern. They're all great. They, I, I no, no. Fitzy, Northwestern coach Pat Fitzgerald, a great player at Northwestern, right around the time Key was a great player at SC, they met in a legendary Rose Bowl. Josh and, not and you see South. what happened. Fitzgerald, not from the South. <laughs> and you see what happened. Right. <laughs> USC did win that game. Josh in North Carolina, you're on ESPN Radio. Buckeyes deserve to be in or out of the playoff. Oh, come on. Key, give them the damn ball, man. Let them have that spot. Let them play. <laughs> they deserve it, period. I'm with you, man. They're not going to – there's no way they're going to lose to the Fighting Reese's. They're going to go in there, lay 52 on them like they did in Michigan State last week. Yeah, they – Fair enough. Let's give a little I mean, response I don't know. Reese here. is athletic. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> well, you worked with him for a long time, you know. <laughs> Sneaky athletic. Sneaky athletic. There First it is. one in, there last one out. <laughs> Works really hard. Really Stays hard. late. Stays late. <laughs> Coach is messed up, Zubin. It's messed up. How about some reaction on the Twitter feed? Again, hit us up, KeyJNZ, at Pillsbury underscore AR. It seems like a breakfast sort of Twitter feed name, right? Ohio State didn't ask to only play five to six games. They were ready to go at the beginning like everyone else. They played every possible game they could and showed before, like Alabama and Clemson, that they were a top-four team long before COVID-19 had stopped them. What do you think about that? You should look at their strength, uh, strength of schedule rank 72nd. It's just because they, they weren't allowed to play games out of the conference. I mean, I, I don't know how you can hold that against them. And I go back to the Indiana point. You mean, you mean like at the beginning of the season games out of conference? No, I'm just saying their strength of schedule. No, you said games. You said they was because they couldn't allowed. play. They couldn't play out of conference games. You mean the beginning of the season, though, right? Just or just the whole in the, the whole year. They haven't been able. I don't to play. know. I don't. But I don't. Oh, does Ohio State ever really play a powerhouse outside of conference? Well, they played SC over yeah. the course of the years. Remember Matt Barkley? That was that a long game? time ago, though, yeah, right? But it's, it's there. I mean, it can happen. Also, we should remember I mean, recent, in my recent history. I don't remember really playing anybody stout. 
the beginning of the season. We should also keep in mind that teams like uh, that are in the Big 12, for example, they did play a couple of non-conference opponents in addition to playing their regular schedule. That has something to do with the fact that they started a little bit earlier and it's a smaller league, so that has to be taken into account as well. ACC, you play that one non-conference game this year, but to Jay's point, their hands were a little bit tied because they couldn't go out of the league to schedule games, much like we saw BYU do last week with Coastal. So the thing that I've I, I, you know, been thinking about since we this whole thing's come up, how come the Big Ten just couldn't say, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to let Indiana play in the Big 12 champion, or the Big Ten championship, and we're going to allow Ohio State to go play Texas A&M. Well, keep in mind, there's a Champions Week, so there are going to be more games than just the championship game for the Big Ten to be played on December 19th. Yeah. So it is possible, let's say Ohio State would be in the two spot, they could play Iowa on December 19th. They could play Wisconsin. I know you guys are down on Wisconsin. So even if you couldn't play a non-conference opponent on December 19th, Champions Week, that one other slate of games the Big Ten wants, they could have played a stout opponent. Yeah, they should. In conference. If the focus, right, is if the focus is the, the, the share of the pot, as Jay Will keeps talking about, the six, seven, whatever the millions of dollars that they're getting from the national, uh, the final four, if that share of the pot, the goal is to get to the final four and get a share of that pot, why wouldn't they just allow them to play a team outside of conference and give Indiana the Big Ten spot? Now you're killing two birds with one stone. Just do it that way. That's a fair point as well. You could certainly do that, Jay. When, when is the Big Ten championship game? December 19th, 19th, noon Eastern time on Fox. I wonder how they factored into what Indiana is actually going through right now, considering everything has been stopped and paused due to COVID. The issue there is there's a glut of championship games on that particular day, right? So yeah. obviously that's the day before the playoff is announced, and there are many, many teams that are going to be deciding their championship on that very and day. What if, what if Ohio State has a very true. situation that comes up? I mean, I'm sure we're not done dealing with situations. Indeed. Hmm. If you took a look at the numbers the even that's like from, from yesterday. Stop. <laughs> Stop claiming the Jersey Shore to be all of New Jersey. See what he tries to do, Zubin? I, I just No, you don't characterize New Jersey like that. Got a break. From that situation, I don't mean Mike the situation. Mean, to the other yes. situation we got to go to here on He's the Jersey Shore. You're the worst. <laughs> on the way, more college football. Sure, the Buckeyes are undefeated, but there's one school out there that's undefeated in college football. They've had a magnificent season, and almost no one has noticed. That's next on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. USC. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. And we, as always, are presented by Progressive Uh, Insurance. All uh, of our guests joined us this morning on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. Mm. We've been college football heavy this morning. The Ohio State story has really dominated all the oxygen. Everybody's talking about it. Should they deserve to be in or not? Your tweets and responses coming up here in just one minute. Ohio State is undefeated. 
as are a bunch of other teams, and I just wanted to give love to one team that is undefeated and nobody at all is talking about them. So Buffalo is undefeated. Great job there. Colorado is undefeated. We know Cincinnati is undefeated. Alabama, of course, is undefeated. Keys Trojans are undefeated. Ohio State is undefeated. Notre Dame is undefeated. And Coastal Carolina is undefeated. There is one other team that's joining them in the ranks of the unbeaten, and that's the San Jose State Spartans. And the reason I want to bring them up is because they have had to go through a level of adversity that nobody is talking about. We're all dealing with COVID-19 issues, but the Spartans under head coach Brent Brannon have done an amazing job. They're 5-0. and They have not been 6-0 since 1939. So there's a lot of history on the line. 5-0, and just like Ohio State. They haven't been 6-0 since 1939. Here's the issue with them that no one's talking about. When everything happened in Santa Clara County and the government said we're shutting down contact sports for three weeks, what did everybody say? What are the Niners going to do? What is Stanford going to do? What is Santa Clara going to do? Nobody cared at all about what San Jose State was going to do. They're in Santa Clara County. They had a home game against Hawaii taken off the books because they couldn't play it in Santa Clara County. You know where they played their home game against Hawaii? They went to Hawaii. (laughs) They played the game in Hawaii. Think about this from this perspective as well. Nobody is discussing what they've been able to do. They are playing Nevada Friday night. If they defeat Nevada Friday night, they will go to their conference championship game, be 6-0 for the first time since 1939, and have a chance for one of the best records in school history, all while fighting the idea that we can't even be in our county right now and we have to go outside of the continental United States to play a home game. Just want to give it up to the fellas. They've done a great job. Nobody's talking about them. And I understand they're not at the level of some of the other teams we talk about all morning long, but just a great job to the coaching staff and to those kids for fighting through and maybe finishing with an undefeated season. Much like you said, I had no idea. I mean, obviously I know San Jose is there, but I didn't even – they're so far removed from the college football world and landscape out west. The only thing that you're thinking about are the the the, the 49ers and teams within that area that are from a professional standpoint. So hats off to them, and uh, hopefully they go get that championship. They got Nevada, like I said, on Friday. Then they can, if they win that game, it's a good team. Though they're playing against Nevada's a really good team too. Absolutely, they'll do it. They'll try to get it done in the Mountain West Conference. I just want to give a shout out to those guys. You, you guys, obviously, I mean Duke, USC, I mean the top no. of the top. But those guys are playing hard too. But I'm glad that you take some time to give credit to teams like that because so many people and so many teams are battling things that we don't talk about because we end up talking about the hot button issues. Uh, but that's really cool to see them persevere through that. Hopefully they continue to do so. Congratulations to them. This morning we're asking on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. Simply put, does Ohio State deserve to be in the playoff? Calvin Scott, 0810, hit us up. Let's run through these, fellas. Get your thoughts. Calvin Scott, 0810 at Calvin Scott, 0810. Having only played five games, it may be shocking, but I realistically don't see anybody outside of the top five that could beat them. In other words, who are you going to replace them with? Uh, you know, I... You don't think Florida? Florida wouldn't have a shot. I think. All, I think. I think. I think Florida would have a shot. I think Florida would have a shot. I think uh, Texas A and M will have a shot. Um, you know, if you really want to be honest with you, I don't know what USC might do to them. I have no idea. I, I have zero idea. And USC is the only other Power Five team that's undefeated right now. So I don't know. We'll never see it. Well, no, well that's. <laughs> yeah. We'll never. 
We'll never quite see it. But the college football playoff committee, in my opinion, they should have extended. Instead of four, they should have gone to eight. They just should have. Just this year. And see what it was like. And we've other, seen other sports do yes, this change a little bit. They change the rules and move the goalposts all the time. I'm, We're watching it in the Big Ten, Jay. I mean, I just go back to what the NBA was able to do. It creates such a level of excitement when you're seeing, when you're seeing teams vie for that playoff spot. It gives you an extra added layer to pay attention to. I wonder, because this thing is all about money, though, right? I wonder if the gate receipts, let's say, for instance, it wasn't a severe pandemic situation going on and they had to move some rules around. And if people could actually fill the stadiums, would they have thought about going to eight to collect that money. I mean, they're thinking about going to eight anyway. I mean, you've been hearing them talk about, ponder about expanding the college football well, playoffs for a while this is a perfect opportunity now. to do it. I agree they didn't you. do it. How about this? This sort of dovetails to what Keyshawn just said, and this is from Bucky7117. Just going to go on a limb and say what team he roots for. Bucky at Bucky7117. Key, listen to this. Quote, it's the NCAA's fault for not doing what all the professional teams did, make a temporary expansion of the playoffs. If they did six to eight teams, then the power four conferences would each have their champion. And then the committee could rank them in and, or subjectively put them the bubble team. So he's saying a temporary expansion, even to six would be okay with this guy. And then you get the opportunity to give the Cincinnati's and the coastal Carolinas an opportunity to really do something. If you thought about this for a minute, a couple years ago, UCF, I went to that game at the peach bowl and, and, and they played Auburn. They beat Auburn down. They did. They beat them down. And so, in UCF, when you look at that, nobody thought that this small school would take on the big powerhouse out of the SEC conference. Man, they took them dudes to the woodshed. They took them to the woodshed. It was amazing to see to the point where the Auburn players was like, check it out, tapping out the game. Mm-hmm. And so if you expand that, maybe now the Cincinnati's and the Coastal Carolinas and the BYU conversations really could take place. And you can really see the big boys take on the little smaller teams like in in college basketball, you see the big boys get knocked off all the time by some little old school with a small gym looking like stadium. Give you an example, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. I mean, right? I mean, they, they made that miraculous run. I forget what her what her name was, but she was Sister, uh, Jean. Sister Jean. Loyola of Chicago. Loyola Chicago. Thank yep. you. Loyola of Chicago. Excuse I, me. I want to get your thoughts on this, Jay, because this is an interesting point, and this is from at J.V. Gower. Great point here. Quote, five games. Really? I don't want to hear a single word about moving forward with how Notre Dame doesn't play a championship game if these clowns are allowed to get in like that, like ever. Interesting Man. point. Interesting mm. Notre Dame fan. Right. Notre Dame this year eligible for the ACC, you but in years moving that. forward, they would have to get to the playoff without playing a championship game. And he's sort of saying, hey, if that's the way it's going to be, then why is it that way for the Bucks?" Unprecedented this year. I mean, it will be different for years to come, though. It's just, this year of COVID is a different type of year. Five wins that's just wild to me Notre Dame played 10 games though if I was on Notre Dame team I'd be bad Paul would be finals. bad though you so, would be mad. I mean it's just it's the Big Ten's no I it's, get it it's but it's on just the Big like, Ten if, they, if the Big Ten would have not canceled the season but would have paused like the other conferences had done then this would have never been an issue but they didn't cancel the season they did cancel the season how? They played it. They ended up playing it later, but they originally came out and canceled the season. That's Zubin, I'm correct on that's this, a, correct? That's not a cancellation, though. 
better late than never. So who do you think the fellows eventually weighed in on, OSU in or out? We took a ton of calls and a ton of tweets. So what do you think overall our fans and our viewers and our listeners, everybody thinks? I yes think it no? stays the same. It's, it's probably 54%. 54 for yes or no? Yes. Yes, they should be. What do you think? I think it's probably more a higher percentage that would say no than yes. 56% say they don't yeah. belong in the college football mm. playoff. One word, Rams, Pats tonight. What do you got? I'm taking the Pats. I'm sorry. I just got to do it. I just, for whatever reason, Belichick has my brain. <laughs> I'll take the Pats as well, which means the Rams are going to win. <laughs> Touche. We'll see you for a football Friday tomorrow morning at 6 Eastern. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.